This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up? We're going to the show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQuallsCFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P dot com. Questions, comments, find the email address, social media links at financialcoachingradio.com. You hear me often talk about the Dalbar Investor Study. Today I'm going to start out with some more mind-blowing investing statistics. This one really shocked me. And why do we talk about these numbers? Because... It doesn't matter if you've invested or been investing for a year, especially this past year, or 30 years. There are going to be times, and there probably have already been times, even if you're a you're new to investor, new new to investing, excuse me, where you wanted to hit the panic button. You wanted to call off everything, make a change, or maybe you have made some drastic changes in your investments. What would be a drastic change? You have a diversified strategy. Uh, there's some political news hits the, the wire that you don't like, or you're trying to predict the future with who's going to win the election and what that's going to do to the market, or maybe it's a drop because of a uh, so-called pandemic, whatever. Something freaks you out, and you make a drastic change to your investments. What does that do to your returns? Is that a successful long-term way of thinking? Well, you know the obvious here. We've talked about it many times. It's not. But here is a crazy statistic about people trying to be stock pickers by individual stocks versus diversifying. Get this. Research done by Hendrik Bessenbender of Equity Markets spanning nine. Who Who is that guy? Don't know. Doesn't really matter. This dude looked at the stock market for nine decades and revealed that only 4% of the best performing U.S. stocks produced all of the market increases. Think about that. Only 4% of the individual stocks in the U.S. produced 100% of the growth. 96% of the U.S. stocks in the study for that nine decades were flat. The gains of the following 38% were offset by the losses of the bottom 58%. So your odds of being a successful, long-term, individual stock buyer, individual stock picker, what? Got a 4% chance. Good luck. 
good luck. And there are study after study that will go down the road of how many individual stocks does it take to be diversified. See, the issue with buying single stocks, it's not that you can't get it right one time. It's just, you know, eventually, let's, let's say you bought Facebook when it first came out. And in the few years after it came out, kind of sputtered, then it kind of took off and it's done well since its initial public offering. But the question is, well, when is the next thing going to come around that you need to be investing in? When is Facebook going to fizzle out again? That's the hard part. You got to keep being right and you got to keep being right. And it's nearly impossible. So what do you do? to be a successful investor. Most people think they can make rational investment decisions, but research indicates the opposite. Investors followed in a Dow Bar study performed significantly worse than the S&P 500 for the 30 years between 1986 and 2015. This has been updated. Why is this out of date? Nonetheless, the average investor earned just 3.6% where the S&P 500 produced 10.3%. That's horrible. What did they do wrong? Well, they're jumping out at the wrong time. They're jumping in at the wrong time. They're holding cash when they should be buying hold investors. They're going to buy wonky financial products like index annuities and index life insurance or variable annuities that have high costs and high fees. They're not following the KISS method. What is the KISS method? Keep it simple, stupid. That's it. How do you keep it simple in the investing world? Well, first we have to figure out what are you trying to achieve? If it's retirement, how far away are we from retirement? Or when do we like to retire? When would we like to retire? Okay, then let's get an investment strategy that's based upon that goal. Okay, then how do we implement that strategy? Well, we don't need any crazy, high-cost, complex salesperson, uh, financial salesperson, financial products. We need low-cost index funds. Why? Because we don't need to be complicated. We need a stock fund, maybe a U.S. stock fund. We need an international fund. We need a bond fund, maybe a real estate fund, and natural resources or commodities if you're into that, and maybe a little bit of cash. I don't know how much to put in each percentage because I don't know what your specific goal is or what your specific time frame is. But we need all those things. But we need one low-cost fund for each of those categories I just mentioned, keeping it simple. That's no, There's nothing more to it. If the investors on the equity side, on the stock side in this study, going from 86 to 2015, if they would have done what I just mentioned to you, they would have gotten way much closer to the S&P 500 return of 10% over that 30 years. But what does everybody say that is fearful of investing? Oh, it's, it's, it's rigged. It's a scam. It's like gambling. I'm very conservative. I got burned in the past. Or my advisor took advantage of me. Those are all legitimate fears. I'm not trying to discount those. But why are they there? Those fears are there because you didn't follow the simple method of keeping it simple, hiring the right type of advisor who's on your side. You hired a financial salesperson. You're probably still working with a financial salesperson. I know they call themselves planners and advisors. <laughs> Whatever. They're salespeople. They know it. Now you know it. So all those things, all of those decisions in the past led you 
to this fear led you to poor performance, and it will keep doing so until you change what you're doing. Quit beating your head against the wall and keep it simple. Very interesting. Whether you're planning to retire or not, you have investing goals, make sure your investment strategy is tied to those goals. It sounds like advisor speak, and I guess it kind of is. You know, it's it's not overly sophisticated. Some people believe or want to believe that there's this secret, you know, millionaire, billionaire investment strategy that you need to be following or you're just not going to be successful. And some people believe, well, you know, they're scared of the big bad market. They're scared of Corona. They're scared of COVID. They're scared of who's going to win the election. They're scared of riot, whatever. They get way too involved in the outside world. And this brings me about, I'm kind of jumping all over the place. Hope you're bearing with me here. Brings me to another point of being successful as an investor, no matter what your goal. You have to be able to control what you can control. You're out of control. You're not out of control, really, but you're, you do not have control of the election. You can vote, cast your vote for the left or the right, doesn't matter, but you're ultimately not in control. You're not in control of what taxes are going to be. You're not in control of what the market's going to do. Now, we know if we hang on long enough, it's going to be up. Well, how do we know that? Well, it's always been up higher than it was in the past, if we give it long, a, high, a long enough track record. So you can control how your money's invested. You can control the cost that you're paying for your investments into your financial person. You can control how much you're saving into that investment. That's about, and you can control your reaction to things out of your control, like the election or the economy. So if you just control what you can control, knowing where you're saving, why you're saving it, where it's going, what your costs are, keeping those low, you're going to be successful. You stray from keeping it simple, your odds of failure go way up. That's why I tell you every day, make sure you're working with the right team of people around you you need an estate planner you need a financial planner you need a tax person you need a quarterback in charge of it all and that's going to be an independent fee only certified financial planner and advisor who only works for you they all say they do but not all of them do you need someone who is commission free not a salesperson and make sure they have the top credential in the business of certified financial planner go to jason qualls cfp.com for more got a great show lined up for today we'll be talking mortgages with marshall sparkman lots going on in the mortgage world we'll keep you up to it keep it locked in right here on wgns this is financial coaching radio Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Listen up. When is the last time you talked with an independent, objective, certified financial planner? 
Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only certified financial planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. We have many great insurance agents in Rutherford County. The trouble is most of them really don't work for you and me. That's why I only recommend the independent agents of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They've helped many of my clients get the home and auto insurance coverages they need while also saving them hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. See if you're wasting money on home and auto insurance today by calling Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 898-0053. That's 898-0053. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. As promised, Marshall Sparkman is here to talk mortgages, give us the mortgage insight, what's happening in Middle Tennessee. Marshall, welcome back to the show. Hey, hey, what's going on? Looking at the mortgage rates for a recent 30-year conventional, right around 3.1%, but I bet you're going to tell me you've been locking them under 3% still. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're locking them in under 3 all day long, man. It's crazy out there right now. And what are people doing? They're doing new construction, doing existing homes, refinancing. What's it looking like? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good combination of everything, you know, uh, new construction, a lot of new construction going on. Uh, somebody was telling me they're building in a neighborhood here in town, and he said the name. I said, man, I can't even keep up with all the names anymore of all the, all the new neighborhoods that are going in. Um, now, so, yeah, we got a good, healthy, real healthy market going on right now. I'm also looking at the average 30-year fixed rate for FHA, 2.2%. Yep. And that got me thinking, you know, I got this average conventional 3.1, uh, average FHA 2.2. Is there, any, is there any arbitrage there? I know FHA's rates lower because the costs are higher, but is there any way to justify those extra FHA costs when it turns into a better deal than a conventional rate when they get, you know, about a point apart? That's a good question. The only time that a FHA deal is better than a conventional deal is going to be in a lower credit score situation. So typically you'll see a 720 or less. If you've got a 720 or less credit score, I'm going to put you in an FHA loan because it's going to be cheaper for you. FHA, they got that mortgage insurance on there, but conventional loans, if you have a lower credit score, the mortgage insurance is a lot higher on the conventional loan. So that's where that 720 credit score is kind of the the break-off period for, for FHA versus conventional. I'm also looking at the VA 30-year fixed rate. 2.7% is the average, or we're hovering around this week. You do a lot of work with veterans. What do veterans need to know about mortgages, getting a new mortgage, refinancing? I know their 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 programs are way different than for civilians. They are, yeah. I do a ton of VA loans. Love working with my fellow veterans, man. Uh, VA rates are in the low twos right now. I just locked one in this morning like the – the, the funny thing is, I locked one in this morning, and I think I was, got her at two and a quarter, and she was like, I think I can find a better deal somewhere else. <laughs> I can't. But, yeah. Rick, two and a quarter, and I mean, that was too high, two, right? it's, it's just it's ridiculous. So she wanted you to find someone to lend the money that was going to pay her. I guess. I don't know. I just I couldn't help but laugh. She, would probably, she probably didn't go over so well for her. But she can that rate be beat? That just sounds crazy. Is there a way to be, be, get a better deal than the 2.2? No, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the, the, 
the rates are what they are. I mean, you can't, you know, the only way to get a better rate would be to buy down, uh, prepay your interest and buy the rate down a little bit. So we call that a discount point, or you'll hear people say buy it down with points, but that's what it is. So you can, in a nutshell, you're say it costs a point to buy down your interest rate. Well, a point is 1% of your loan amount. So if you've got a $300,000 loan, $3,000, if you pay $3,000, you're basically prepaying your interest up front to get a lower rate. And that's always going to be in favor of the lender. Uh, no, nah, it just depends. You know, right now the rates are so doggone low, it doesn't really, in my opinion, doesn't really make sense to to pay the rate down unless if you just know for the fact that you're going to be in that house long term. And you got to look at the break-even period. You know, a lot of times, if you're borrowing $300,000, the difference in a half a percent in interest rate may only be, you know, 50 bucks a month, 40 bucks a month, something like that. So you got to look at how long is it going to take me to recoup my cost on this deal. For just joining in, we're talking mortgages with Marshall Sparkman. Some rate lock advice. Is there a time frame you are suggesting people lock their mortgage rate in? What does that mean? And is there a time frame when they should not lock their Yeah, that, that's a good question, man. So um, the longer you lock, the longer out, the further out you have to lock in the rate, the higher the rate gets. So typically most lenders, you know, we try to lock in. And right now for refinances, we're just locking everybody in in a 60-day lock because you know, refinances are taking 45 to 60 days. With a new purchase, though, if you're under contract and we're going to be closing you within the next 30 days, you may get a slightly better price on your interest rate. You know, it just it just kind of depends. So basically what's happening is our bank is locking in that money. So uh, let's say we go to our line of credit and we say, okay, I got a $300,000 loan. They're ready to lock. So we're going to lock you in today and just speculating what the market's going to look like when we close you 45 days from now. So once the loan closes 45 days from now, is when we have your loan insured through Fannie or Freddie, and then we get our line of credit freed back up after the closing. But after the closing, when we free up our line of credit, whatever the rates are that day is what we're selling the loan at. So um, basically, we're speculating the next 30 to 45 to 60 days out. The further out you have to speculate, the more, more risk, so therefore the more cost associated with the long-term lock. Switching it up just a little bit, we have a lot of people forecasting that next year is going to be a big year for mortgage delinquencies, which would lead to foreclosure, and that would obviously derail a lot of things. Now, everybody has reminiscent of 2008. I don't think we're going to get back in that situation. Yeah. What is your thought on all that's happened with the, the, not really the economy. The economy's not really growing like it was, but you know the, the joblessness, you know the the COVID nineteen stuff. Are we going to see these huge mortgage delinquencies enough where we're, they're going to derail everything? Good. That's a really good question, man. So, you know, selfishly, I, 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 it's going to sound bad, but I don't mean it this way. But selfishly, I kind of hope we do, so that way investors can come in, we can buy some rental properties again uh, with distressed properties. But you know, I've got a feeling. I got a feeling the government's going to come back in and and end up bailing these guys out and not allowing them to foreclose anyways. Um, so who really knows? You know, I think what we're seeing right now is somebody may have been a, 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 a scenario that I'm seeing right now take place is somebody's got been in their house for a couple of years. They've got some equity. Let's just use easy numbers and say they've got a hundred thousand dollars worth of equity sitting there. Well, if they got laid off due to COVID and their income got cut. They probably got scared and said, hey, man, what if I can just sell my house, pay off all my debt, be completely debt-free, 
and then just go rent for a little while and see what see what this market does and let's see if we want to buy another house you know give it some time we'll sign a 12-month lease so that's a common scenario i'm seeing right now i call it right sizing so we got we're, we're seeing a lot of people right now they're like hey man let's just right size let's sell this house we don't need this big of a payment let's get all of our debts paid off and those people are starting to put their house on the market and they're not being super aggressive they're like hey man i'd just rather sell my house get off from underneath this thing i don't need to make top dollar retail you know, on my house, let's just get it on the market and get this thing sold. So I think what you're going to see is a bunch of people right-sizing, which is going to stabilize on the market a little bit, and it's going to kind of level out the playing field, in my opinion. Well, you mentioned something great. They've, they've, the government has stepped in and done a, you know, a lot of things because of the pandemic. Whether you agree with them or not, I'm with you. They're not going to they're, they're allow the banks to foreclose. They're going to give them some stretched out grace period for people to go back to work, making what they're used to making, and get caught up. Uh, there's probably yeah, going to be some credit see. scores. I mean, you're gonna see, but, but you will see people freak out and just say, hey, man, I'm just going to sell whatever it takes. I'm, I'm just going to sell it and be done with it. Right. Now, not I don't think that you'll see as many delinquencies or as many foreclosures as, as, as they're projecting. See, they're basing, they're basing the projections of foreclosures based on the number of delinquencies and or um, deferrals. So if you go into mortgage deferral, they're saying, okay, 10% of these are going to end up foreclosing, which may, you know, is probably not true because the government's probably going to step in and say, no, you know, due to COVID, whatever, we're not going to let you foreclose. Just keep your house. But well, there'll probably be some credit scores impacted. People's credit scores are going to be dinged because of all this stuff. But we're not going to have this mass foreclosure like in 07 and 08. It's going to almost blow up the entire global economy. But no, I don't see that happening. The financial news has a way of spinning things. Now, what do you see in, in your, your world with financial news? Is it mostly accurate when it comes to mortgages, or is it as skewed when it comes to like it is in investing? You know, I, that's a tough one because there's no really, there's no way to know what's going to happen. You're getting a bunch of opinions. I'll just say that. Just like your world, you know, it's a bunch of opinions. Everybody's got their own opinions, but, you know, nobody really knows what's going to happen, right? Well, we certainly didn't predict a 30-year mortgage under 3% at any oh, point. People complaining about it saying they can find a better deal somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall Sparkman, our mortgage expert on financial coaching radio. What is the best way to reach out to you if someone has a mortgage question? Mortgage questions. You can give me a call at 615-278-2801. All right. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Hang on. We'll keep talking mortgages. If you have a question, hit us up online. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Back with you right after this. Keep it locked in right here on WGN. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right. Over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor. 
but a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls, and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Recent reports show that half of Americans don't have any of the most basic estate planning documents, like a will or powers of attorney. Folks, if you're married or have children, you can't put this off any longer. Call John Baker, estate planning attorney, right now at 896-5621. As a husband, wife, mother, or father, you owe it to your loved ones to make sure your estate plan is in order. So call John Baker at 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell. Certainly not peddling any financial products. I'll leave that to the other guys, the other shows. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner in the house with Marshall Sparkman. Still talking mortgages today. Something he kind of led into in the last segment. People are maybe having struggling to make their payment. Maybe having to go into a forbearance on their mortgage. They're just saying, hey, let's just sell this thing, get out get out from under the payment, go rent for a little while. But also people are considering doing cash-out refinancing. Yep. What is a cash-out refinance? How does it work? When should someone consider it? So I would say a majority of the refinances that I'm doing right now are cash-out refinances. And they're, it's a great product because a lot of people – Basically, you're pulling out some of the equity out of your house. So you can borrow up to 80% of whatever your house appraises for. So we order an appraisal. Whenever the appraisal comes back, we can set your new loan. We're going to pay off your current mortgage, and then you can borrow up to 80%. Um, so whatever the difference between that 80% of your current mortgage, you can get back in cash, which is really nice because a lot of people are looking at the market, and they're saying, hey, I could sell my house and get good money for it, but where am I going to go? Now i got to buy something else. We're going to spend top dollar just doesn't make sense we'd rather stay where we are but we'd like to fix up our house or a better option do a cash out refinance and get debt free man pay off all your debt just have one mortgage at a, at a new low rate in the two percent by the way it's two percent range is free money man it's not even keeping up with inflation so you know i've got a lot of people right now taking the smart alternative doing a cash out and getting completely debt free and how is that a different product than just a conventional? Is the rates different? It is is the cost different? Loan. It's just a, so you got two types of refinances. Either you're doing a rate and term refinance where you're just lowering your rate or you're changing your term, say, from a 30-year to a 15-year. And then the other type of refinance is a cash out. So you can pull out some of the equity in your house. And a lot of times, uh, I, I see some people, man, and depending on what your rate is currently, you can do a cash-out refinance, pull out some equity, be 100% debt-free, and switch to a 15-year mortgage and not even raise your current mortgage payments very much. Well, the thing about it, Kat, I've recommended these in the past to clients and, and always most cautious when they're doing it to pay off debt. Obviously, you can make the numbers work. You know, you're borrowing money at 2 and 3%. you got a credit card at 19%. you got a car loan at 6%. Those are numbers that you can easily justify taking a loan from your home paying those off to right. lower interest rates and get out of debt get those payments 
the issue is that you're taking basically unsecured debt, putting it on secured debt with your house. But the larger concern is what if people go right back into debt and now there is nothing to bail them out? Because typically people are in debt because they have poor financial management habits. Is that well, something that's discussed? Uh, yeah, when, you know, uh, unfortunately, people do make those do make bad decisions and you know the saying in finance you can't fix stupid right can i say it on the radio but uh <laughs> just did <laughs> you uh the the thing is is uh you know usually i have that conversation and say look we're going to get you completely debt free you're going to be on a brand new financial foundation starting from here you just can't get into debt again just don't do anything dumb in fact i usually recommend while we're paying off all your debt let's go ahead and make sure you get a couple of, you know at least three months of reserves in the bank also so that way when life happens, not if life happens, but when life happens, you've got a little bit of money in the bank to fall back on, and you don't have to go back on your credit card again. And then you, people can always take those the payments they were making before to a car or a credit card and chuck that right back down on the mortgage if they want to accelerate that payoff. Because I'll assume that any refinance typically is going to come with, obviously, more costs adding to your mortgage. You want to get that back down as quickly as possible. Is there any concern of yours where you know people did this in the – mid 2000s they were the loans were a little bit different back then cash out refinances you could borrow up what to 110 percent of your home's value or is that product out there anymore or is it really capped out at they're not giving you any more than 80 percent no you're not getting more than 80 percent uh you can do a um you can do a home equity line of credit sometimes for a little bit more but i think most banks have capped their home equity line of credit now their helocs at 80 percent also so really all those fancy products getting people in trouble is kind of and they're going away with Marshall. Tell them everybody. Tell everybody once again what's the best way to reach you off the air for any mortgage purchase refinance question they have. Yeah, absolutely. You can give me a call in the office here at six one five two seven eight twenty eight zero one. Good deal. Appreciate your time, Marshall. We'll talk to you next time. Keep us up to date on all the mortgage stuff. Have a great rest of the afternoon. You guys do the same. Thanks, man. All right, buddy. This is Financial Coaching Radio. We'll be back with you right after this. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. Donegal offers car and homeowners insurance at rates that are very competitive. So competitive that Donegal's car insurance rates are among the lowest in the state. And if you insure your car and home with Donegal, Donegal will take up to an additional 10% off their already low rates. Donegal, a better value. Let us quote your auto and home and maximize your discounts. Call Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053.
Welcome back on the show. We had a great show this afternoon. Talked a little bit about investor behavior, keeping your investments simple. The KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. And then moved into mortgages. Now, now's the time. I don't say it often. I don't think I do. When you're out there looking to refinance, you're out there looking to buy a home, everyone knows someone in the real estate business. Everyone knows someone in the mortgage business. But I'm telling you, there are only a select few that I believe have the integrity and also have the know-how with the products and services to back up everything in the mortgage business that I would trust. And that's why when we put them all here on this show, it means it's someone I have or would use personally. We're going back to financial behavior. It all stems back down to who you hire as your financial guy or your financial girl. If they're not independent, they're not fee only, they're not a certified financial planner, you need to fire them yesterday. I don't care what Mr. Financial Peace says. I don't care what the article online says. I don't care how close of friends you are with these people. There are issues and conflicts of interest that advisors have who are not independent and fee-only with you that cannot be avoided. Go to JasonQualsCFP.com for more. JasonQualsCFP.com. All right, I'm out here for today. I appreciate you listening each and every weekday right here at 4 o'clock. I'll be back at you next time. Same bad time, same bad channel. Keep it locked in. More local talk on the way.